Join us for real conversations with real people about real issues on our live podcast, Real to Real with Effie and James, every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We look forward to you joining the conversation. Hi, I'm Effie. I'm James. Welcome to episode four. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself, babe? I am doing good this fine day. So what's been going on with you, babe? Uh, Not much. Just ready for the weekend to come. Nice, enjoyable day so we can get our wine and beer and sit on the deck outside and have a nice conversation <laughs> like we typically do watching the birds and then watching the neighbors walk by and having conversations in the neighborhood with our friends and neighbors oh how yeah. about you same same it was uh it was a little windy today um yesterday was really nice it was in the 70s yesterday so yesterday was really nice but today was quite windy but um other than that, it was a nice, bright, sunny day, and I had my nice, bright, sunny, yellow sweater on. You look real beautiful, too. <laughs> you look really, really nice, too. Oh, thank you, honey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got to attend our son's uh, band concert this morning, which was very nice, and we um, ended up actually seeing some other schools perform, so that was really nice. Yeah, that was really nice um, hearing them play. Yeah, the kids are really talented, huh? I couldn't believe one of the uh, high school kids, is it the middle school kids? They sounded like they were high school. Yeah, they were middle school. Yeah, I couldn't believe them. They were jamming. Yeah, I think they were seventh grade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were really good. Yeah, yeah. So anything happened um, exciting over the week? Well, we went to the um, dinner detective show. Oh, yeah, the the mystery dinner detective. So how did you like that? I thought it was okay. I have been to it before, so it was it was really different from when I went before. This was your first time going. It was my first time. And um, obviously they were shut down because of COVID, and now things are starting to open back up. Um, but I was very surprised that the murderer was sitting <laughs> at our table. Dining with us. <laughs> So that was funny because um, the stories that she was telling us and um, one thing she said, I immediately thought, I'm like, huh, why did she say that? Hmm, that doesn't make, but I I just dismissed her. I didn't, I didn't stick to my gut. Like she was suspicious, but I didn't stick to my gut. So um, yeah, she surprised us when she pulled out that gun. Yeah, that Fake was, gun, that though. Was Fake really, gun. Really <laughs> yeah, what got me was uh, she was sitting there on the phone. Her friend was supposed to come. His friend never showed up, so she's on the phone. And then the uh, the fake detective busted her out. Hey, who you on the phone with? Well, give me your phone. And then, you know, the other guy at our table was like, hey, your friend's not coming. Can I eat that? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh, who does that? Yeah. Who does yeah. that? And that's yeah. funny because he had no clue, but he kind of played into yeah. it and he had no clue what was really going on. So, yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. So, which, I mean, I guess brings us to what we're talking about this week is, um, is communication. Yep. And, communication. um, so we were, we're, we were at a table of, it was 10 of us at, mm. Ten of us at the, well nine actually because her pretend friend didn't Never show up. up. 
So it was uh, nine of us that were at a table. And um, so I wouldn't say we were forced to communicate, but God, I guess kind of forced to communicate um, just to make it comfortable for everyone. And I think the, the first thing that they wanted to do was to have people get up and engage each other and walk around and um, get to know each other in the room, which I thought that was interesting. They didn't do that the last time, the last one I went to. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, so we were, uh, I guess kind of forced to get there and, and know our counterparts at the table and talk and, um, but it was fun to get to know other people. And I guess people were just excited about, you know, the world opening back up now and, and being able to just, you know, talk with other people. So, um, so how did you enjoy it? I thought it was phenomenal. I had a great time. Again, it was new to me. Um, Sitting down at the table with everybody, it was a great experience. Um, we had some good characters at our table. <laughs> we did. Uh, very interesting <laughs> people at our table. Very friendly, uh, very um, talkative people that wasn't afraid to have a conversation and talk. Eccentric. Very eccentric uh, people. And then we had one gentleman uh, who was very old school and very yeah. opinionated about <laughs> everybody person. <laughs> well, see, I was going to leave it at <laughs> everybody. And so, you know, that made, um, made the evening a lot more fun. Cause we, everybody talked and everybody enjoyed one another. And so it was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. A good time. Yeah, it really was. So, um, I, I guess we could do that again. I would like to take the kids, though. I think the kids would would really enjoy that. I think they would too. Yeah, so that would be something. So uh, getting yeah, so getting to our our topic this week is about um, communication and Absolutely. communicating in marriages, relationships. Um, just now, and I think it's important to talk about communication because again, we are now. Um, the world is opening back up and uh, we are not so secluded as we once were. And now people are um, back to face to face conversations and and that communication. But, um, you know, we can talk about how the communication was even during COVID and how uh communication was with us and and so what is your stance on marriage and communication and relationships and communication <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of laugh that is that's diabolical <laughs> uh, that's like a, a villain laugh <laughs> yep, it's a villain laugh because my stance on it because you know me again <laughs> I wasn't a communicator I, my definition of communication was you're talking to me I hear you I got it and then I come back with the wrong information but I heard you so I communicated that was my communication but the reality was I wasn't a good listener but I you couldn't tell me that I wasn't listening so, and so arguments would come because I swore I heard exactly what you said, 
But now my perspective of communication has changed. It's changed, and I think it has gotten better. (laughs) (laughs) But we had this conversation yesterday where, (laughs) you know, you're always, I, I feel like you're always one step ahead, or you try to be, so you get lost in the topic or the communication in the moment because, and again, this is my opinion, but I feel as though you stay stuck at, okay, she asked me this question, but I'm going to answer her question like four steps ahead, but you never really answered the question that I've, you never answered the question that I've asked. But you've answered any question you think that will be followed up with what your answer is going to be. So you've answered those questions or you try to at least assuming what I am going to say or how I'm going to react. But you never really answer the question. That's true. Yep. So we have a problem as people with mind reading and jumping to conclusions. And so sometimes I do that. And I have been more mindful than I have previous been previously been in the past, right or wrong. You have been. Okay. And so, yeah, um, I think what I've done is, you know, first of all, you have to be aware of a, a problem. You do. And so when something bothers you, you have to be able to communicate that. And it's taken some time. Because I, I have heard you, yay or nay, you have addressed <laughs> this problem before, and it was more significant than I think you said. I'm I'm four questions ahead or four answers ahead, but I probably was a thousand before. <laughs> so you know, it's one of those things where you know, getting back in more serious. Um, you know, taking your feelings into consideration, um, listening as a guy, and I'm just being honest because I've, I got, I have friends, we, we do talk. And one of the things that we talk about um, is as men. Don't break the man code. I'm not going to break the man code. <laughs> I promise that's not going to happen. That's another communication thing. Because it's like when we talk to each other, we don't have a communication problem. It's when we talk to our wives and when we talk to or we're trying to communicate our feelings, it seems like that's when we have a problem. And when we're trying to receive instructions and information, that's when we typically have a problem. And so we mind read and we jump to conclusions because of what reason? Because we're really not listening. We're trying to anticipate something. And so we have to slow down. I really try to hear what is being said. And that's sometimes not easy for whatever reason. So, I mean, so that that brings me to a question. Why is it so difficult for spouses to tell one another, like, how they truly feel? Like, why do you think? That's difficult. I, and I can answer for me. Um, I think that just has a lot to do f- with me about um, being independent and 
um, I guess maybe fearful of being vulnerable at that moment um, because it's, it's really what I feel or what I want and how does that individual interpret that? You know, do they interpret it as me being weak? Do they interpret it as me being um, needy? Like, what do they interpret my want as? Because I've, you know, feel like I've always been so independent and strong and able to, if I want something or need something, I just do it myself. And um I know for me, I've had to get out of that and um, come to you and really discuss with you what I wanted and um, and not be fearful of that. So I know f- for the past, that's been me and what I felt. Um, I don't know if you agree with that or not as far as as far as me. I don't know what you what do you, what do you think about that? I agree. I agree. I, sometimes, you know, we're afraid to tell somebody how we feel because they may take it a certain way. Hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But again, that goes back to the jumping to conclusions and the mind reading. You know, again, I think, I don't think it's, it's, and that's, I think, I don't think, I keep saying, I I keep saying, I think, but, you know, it's when two people come together, like you and I do. We we sit down and we talk and we have honest conversation. You know, like the other day in Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, we had the discussion and mm-hmm. I told you I was not angry, but I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell you the difference between, yes, I used to get angry, but I have different emotions and I have different feelings and anger is not the only one and so I told you I felt that I let you down and I felt that I disappointed you and I felt like I didn't understand what you said Mm. and so the expressions on my face was not angry it was frustration and it was disappointment and all of those things that I just said but it wasn't anger and so that was effective communication but yet you thought that I was angry. And so when you were, we were having a discussion about the project we were working on, you said that you were trying to word your, be careful with your wording because you didn't want to anger me. Right. And so you said that based on the thought that I was going to be angry, but you didn't want to upset me. I did. I did. And and I, I guess that goes back to for me, too, when I think sometimes we have to remember that, you know, our actions have to also align with with our words, you know. So if I'm coming to you and we're having a discussion, but your actions indicate. um something other than frustration. I I get frustration, but if it indicates that you're angry by your tone or uh, your body language or, and that's always been the past, I can only go off of what 
has always been the past. So your actions, your current actions are still reflecting your past actions. So that is what I have to go off of. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. And I, I know communication for us has been, um, has been difficult. Um, again, because we came from a place of, you know, we really were friends mm-hmm. in the beginning that turned into lovers that turned into now we're married. And so now that vulnerability that we shared as friends, just friends. Now we're husband and wives and we're like, Oh, wait, wait a minute. Now I don't want to tell you anything (laughs) because I think we kind of held things over one another heads with what we communicated to one another. And then, so we had to start like all over with that communication, like, like pulling it. I I wouldn't say pull it back, but, um, or not take it back because it's what we said and it's what it was. But um, I don't know. We we just had to get to a different place. Trust and security, and knowing that you know this is what you told me. This is what I told you. But here it is, and they, so here here's how I liken it. Yeah, we said those things, and I know what you like. You know what I like, as friends. But. Now that I'm with you and you're with me, I know that you love me. And so what I told you, my likes were my likes. People change. Phases change in people's life. And so now I'm in love with you. So all that other stuff is really irrelevant because the only thing that matters to me is you. And so whatever you told me about what you liked is really irrelevant to me because I know that you're mine. (laughs) and so I have security in knowing that yeah I I really do yeah yeah I I mean I I think that our um communication now is is much better but we had to get through those stages and I I like when you said it is now is that trust trust my husband because it was different level as you're my friend but you know I don't I can pick and choose what I can tell I want to tell you um as a friend and I don't feel like we have to um share everything but you know for me with communication I like to share a lot with my husband yeah I like like talking and sharing everything yeah I, I like to share so um Again, I think for me, it just goes back to that uh, feeling vulnerable Um, because I really have talked to you about things that um, I haven't talked to other people about. uh, Talk to other people, things I've I've shared. I haven't shared with other people, but I've shared it with you. So, um, yeah, that communication, it is an important factor, but so when we, when we're angry, because we do get angry, you do get angry and it's not, um, <laughs> it's not all rainbows and <laughs> mm. 
pot of gold at the end. So how do how do we talk about navigating through the anger that you're feeling? Because sometimes it's more than frustration. You're angry. And how do you how do how how do you navigate through that anger? So navigating through the anger. So one, knowing that you get angry. I get angry. I'll use myself. So once I know that I'm angry, I have to identify patterns. So I'm notorious for shaking my head. <laughs> I start shaking my little Can neck. I do the villain laugh now? Go ahead and do it. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Whatever. <laughs> so I start shaking my neck, shaking my head. I start raising my voice. I think we both raise our voices. I was talking about me. You want to talk <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, go ahead. ahead. Talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and then I start shutting down uh, after that. And so, because we are to the point now, uh, I recognize that. And What's really funny, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this because what really got me one day was I, I storm off. I storm off. Used to storm off. That's what I, I used to do. And I would leave, get in my truck, ride off, not talk or anything. And so what really got me is you got mad at me one day. And I can't, not, I can't remember what it was for. <laughs> But you did the same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so childish. <laughs> Do you mean that? So are you talking about the day that you went down to the town that I went to? <laughs> are you talking about that time? I mean, real to real talk here. <laughs> are you talking about that time? You're not talking about that time? I wasn't talking about that time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that too. Oh, I don't know what time you're talking about then. You came downstairs. You, you got mad. We were upstairs. Oh, 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 you came oh, oh, you yeah. Out of the room. Yeah, 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 and I yeah. Was like, you know what? Oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. So childish. No, I did that on purpose though. I told you I you, did that on purpose. I didn't know purpose. you were doing it on purpose. Yeah, you didn't no. know I was doing so, it on purpose. But, but, but I did I the same back. exact thing that you do to me. Yeah, I did it. And then I, once I I came downstairs and you came down and I just. You came and you start saying stuff, and I just looked at you. It didn't say anything. <laughs> and I was like, I did the same exact. Yeah, but it, I, I, I was like, that's so childish. And then it dawned on me, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> and so remember, we had a conversation. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry because that's what I is that how and I said, yeah, you did. Is that how I look? Yeah, yeah, he said. And so you know, it's the self awareness <laughs> thing. Like, oh my god, because ultimately, when we argue, when we have a problem. It doesn't matter if we're arguing for a day. It don't matter if we argue for two days, if it's three days. And be honest with you, three days is probably about the most. Oh, we haven't argued that like that in long. In the beginning. Yeah, in the be oh, in the, the beginning. beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah but the is. fact is always constant is we always come back and talk. Yeah. It doesn't matter because I miss you. I hope you miss me. <laughs> I do miss you, babe. 
You know, and it's just one of them things that now that we're older and we're, we're both more mature in this, in this relationship, I don't want to be without you. I don't want to not talk to you. You know, I want to make coffee for you and you, we get upset with each other. You want to drink my coffee. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so I, I mean, <laughs> and that's funny, so, because that was, that was my way of... Punishing. No, it really wasn't my way of punishing. It was my way of... I, for, I, you are very much, you need to see it and feel it and touch it. That's how you are. That's how you learn. So I wouldn't say it was a punishment, but me saying it to you, you were not getting what I was saying to you. So I had to demonstrate it to you. <laughs> it had to be a show and tell moment. I had to demonstrate it to you because it really, I just say to you, I was like, yeah, that's what you do. And you was like, oh, that's how I look. Yeah, that's how you look. <laughs> that's exactly Straight how, and down. I did it like verbatim of what you do verbatim. Straight clown. <laughs> I'm looking for a circus. <laughs> That's how you were looking. I mean, but it was like one of those things. And I mean, I even took the other incident I was talking about. I left and you were like, where are you going? Same thing I would do. And I just stormed out the door and just, I actually went looking for a tombstone, I think, for my great grandmother. And, um... You were hopping that truck. (laughs) I mean, because you thought, you know, I. It's just one of them things where you just had to see for yourself what you were doing, and not only that, you know, I just felt like we can never get anywhere if this is your form, if this is the way you're going to communicate with me. Um. And I had to learn, too, because, you know, I've been guilty of, like, I can shut down. You do. You, I can shut you, all the way down. Guilty of shutting down. Yes. And I, sometimes you, you could be harsh with your words. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so your communication wasn't all that great. Either. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I I can be very, um, my words can sting. I've learned to sting very hard with sting my words. cut. <laughs> And stab. Which one? We must be clear here. I was trying to be gentle with myself. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was trying to be gentle with myself. No, I could be very harsh um, before. Before. I, I could be very harsh with my words. And, um, and I would shut all the way down. Like, I would not talk. I would not say anything. I would just... Don't make me any coffee. Don't cook any dinner. Like <laughs> I'm just—I have totally checked out of everything of the whole marriage. I've totally checked out, and we in the house, and you need to go sleep in another room. <laughs> so my communication was, yeah, my communication skills were not very good at all, and um. But obviously, I think things have changed and gotten a lot better. Significantly. Yeah. And so, you know, and I know that that can be difficult for new marriages. Um, 
I also think it could be difficult for marriages that are um, or relationships that are just. You get comfortable, very comfortable. You get very comfortable and then you forget to you forget to date each other. You forget to value each other. You forget to value each other's words. You forget to um, adore that person. You forget um, those, you know, special moments. And I think we begin to take each other for granted. And that definitely shuts down and um, shuts down a communication and people start to disconnect. And so I think that we need to do better on staying connected and, and, but not, but, but also just telling each other exactly, you know, what we want. I know you used to say your dad said a saying, like, if you want, what you want, you want five grams, 10 grams, 15 grams. Yeah, but you used to always say that, but you didn't say that. Bad communication. <laughs> I, that's what I said, but it's not what I meant. So you can't do that. You always say that. You can't keep falling. You can't. Well, you don't fall back on that anymore. But yeah, yeah. it's like I said that, but I didn't mean that's it. That's what I meant. Yeah, but that's what you said. And then when your actions follow up with it, yeah, I think we all as people just need to remember. You know, if you say something. Say it and mean it, but let your actions follow what you said. Like, let your actions follow exactly what you said. Like, if you say, you know, if if I say, I don't know, let's, let's just say if I say that, um, okay, well, today I'm going to get up and I'm going to vacuum the room every day or I'm going to get up and make the bed every morning. By the way, always make your bed. I just think that's a good habit. <laughs> it's a really good habit to start your day. Um, but I'm going to be the one to make the bed every day. And then, you know, well, I get up tomorrow, I make the bed. The next day I make the bed. The next day I don't. You know, I'm, this is something trivial, but, you know, and then I don't the next couple of days, you know, so... Why did I say it? Like, like, let my words and my actions follow each other. You know, I, I'm an old school person that believe your word is your bond. So say it and mean it or don't say it at all. Or at least try, because I know we all can falter. We all can make make mistakes, but you can't keep falling back on. Well, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. Well, how many times I got to forgive your trying? How many times I have to do that before, you know, well, I don't want to hear about your trying no more. Just do it. Yeah. And communication is not easy. Babe. Some people, I mean, that's why there's whole classes for communication. Some people just can't, they're not used to telling some, you know, like if somebody needs help, you know, some people just can't say, I just need help. You know, some people need a glass of water, but they, hey, you know, do you have a cup? Yeah, I got a cup. Uh, you know, um, you got uh, some ice. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, um, you know, uh, y'all got some uh, bottles of water or something. They go all the way around to ask you because <laughs> they can't. You know, they just 
communication is not easy. I think that goes back to being vulnerable. It and it, I think you're right. I believe you. I totally agree with you. And that's why it takes two people to work to to reach a level of communication in a relationship to where you understand that person, they understand this person, and then say, "Hey, we know each other, but hey, this is the standard of communication." Yeah. Say what you mean. Say what you want, because you respect me enough to give me the truth that I'm not going to be hurt by what you say. If you don't like something, then I I got it. I'm man enough, woman enough to handle whatever it is, because you're not going to tell me anything bad that's going to hurt me, because you're not going to say it out of um, hurt or malice. You're going to tell me something out of love. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I think communication, you know, another thing is is just is is really important because you just you want to be able to trust that individual and what they say and what they're doing and um be able to go to them if you need them. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and like you say, you know, instead of going all around the bush you know, get to the point, what it, what do you need? But people fear rejection as well, because then if I, if I truly say what I mean or ask you or communicate in, in an effective manner, then again, how will you take that? Will you reject me? Um, will you let me down? Will you say no? How will that make me feel if you your communication doesn't, I guess, level with my communication at that moment. Um, so I don't know. It's, I, I think that communication is, is very important. And we just, and now that the world is, is opening back up, it will be, I think we were forced to, my stomach is growling. <laughs> I haven't eaten since lunch. My stomach is growling. But I think we were forced to um, communicate um, probably with our counterparts in the lockdown, the shutdown. And now that the world is opening back up and that could have actually been a bad or good thing in in some households, you know, where that could have made people um, like, yeah, I really don't like you. Yeah. Because I could avoid you by going to work. Yeah. Um, Right away. Or, you know, doing different activities, golfing or bowling or whatever you did, um, hanging out with my girlfriends. I could I could avoid you. But now that I'm forced to be with you, now I'm forced to talk to you. Now I'm forced to get to know you all over again. I realize I really don't like you. So it could have worked either way. Whereas, you know, with us, the lockdown actually made us closer and it made us really work out more kinks where we thought we had worked out a lot of kinks, but it helped us work out more kinks and it made us closer even as a family and our communication, um, that communication channel even opened up with the kids. Um, so that was even more effective. So, yeah. I totally agree. I had to make a point too. Like when we go out to eat, I look at other couples and, um, when we go out to eat, you and I, we're looking at each other, our phones are down, and we are literally laughing, 
And it's just like it's just you and I there. I think we talk too much. We think it's- no, I don't. <laughs> but when, we talk too much. <laughs> we don't. But what I have noticed, and I do notice when we're out, even today, it was just you and I at the restaurant, and the other couples, they were on their phones. They're not talking. They're eating. Uh-huh. You ever notice that? I do. I mean, I guess I notice I when I'm so busy running my mouth. I guess I, I, <laughs> I, I sometimes I notice like if we. I guess initially walk in, but I'm so bu- I guess I'm so busy. I think no. I talk too much. Do I talk too no, much? So do I talk too much? No, I appreciate you talking. <laughs> you don't trust me. But it's amazing because I think around other people, I'm pretty shy. You don't think I'm shy around people? I think you I'm know, pretty shy remember, around. Remember, remember, you was in an interview and I texted you. You need to talk more. You were on a, on a interview. Yeah, I, and that's... I texted you. You need to talk more. You're right, cause I, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that I'm I'm shy around um, other people. True. I'm very shy, but then when people are with me on a more intimate setting, I probably talk more. But you know, if it's other things, then I'm a little more reserved and a little bit more quiet. I'm a little, I am a people don't think that I'm shy, but I really am shy. You can be shy. I am. And yeah. people don't think that, I guess, cause I, once you in my environment or we in a more intimate environment, like with friends, I'm, I giggle a lot. I'm, I'm joking and I can be talkative, but, uh, but I really am shy and people don't, think that they be like no you're not shy I'm like yeah I'm really I really am shy I I really am shy do you you don't do you agree it depends (laughs) no I agree with you what no really what does it depend on you are okay so I think you're an introvert you put on the happy brave face when you go out because you're good if I never ever take you out yeah. You're very good. Um, when you're out with your friends, your girlfriends, you're like, ah. And you have to force me to go out. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, but when you're there, you are there. Oh, yeah, when I'm there, you're I'm there. in the moment. You are there. I'm totally in the moment when you I'm come there. back, oh, my God, I had such a good time. Yeah, I'm totally there when once I'm in the moment, but yeah. I, I prefer... I prefer to stay home and I prefer to have my intimate settings with my family and my husband. That's what I prefer. But yeah, so you have you have to drag me out and make me get dressed up yeah. and put some makeup on. And I'm like, uh, I'm fighting and screaming. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> which I mean, go back to communication, because I remember when you used to try to get me to go out and I'm like, well, what, for what? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then you would just be like, never mind. Yeah, never mind. You'd be I like, admit, never mind. Then, like, a week later, you'd be like, yeah, because I have reservations. And I'm like, so why didn't you tell me that? Because I was trying to surprise you. Queen okay. Attitude. <laughs> Did you just call me Queen Attitude? Yep. Back then, it's not, you know, you're good. You've been cured. I've been cured. Self cure. <laughs> I took the queen attitude uh, detox pill. Yeah. <laughs> well, babe, this has been a wonderful conversation about um, communication in any like 
advice. Um, it's not professional advice. We are not marriage counselors. We are not psychiatrists. We are uh, just two people talking about uh, real issues, real marriage issues, things that we've been through personally in hopes that it will help someone else. So any advice that you would like to give to our listeners about communication? Yeah, I would like to say this um, for men. Sometimes, you know, we have to slow down and really listen and pay attention to what our wives are saying. Um, it's just taking the extra time and hear and try not to get ahead of what she's saying it's those little moments that make your relationship better and you build on that to make your relationship greater and you'll discover that once she realized that you are listening and paying attention that makes the world of difference to her she will appreciate you she will begin to love you even more because she will understand that you are paying attention to her and that's what she really wants. Good. Yeah. Good, good advice. Good advice. Um, I think, and, um, we should put it in our show notes as a reference. Um, but I think that every couple should go back and read the book. Um, uh, men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. spaghetti. Um, because that book, to me, it gives you a better view of how men think where, you know, okay, well, if you said this, I am just in this <laughs> box. <laughs> I am not in that box next to the box. I'm in this box right here because that's what you're talking about. Whereas women, you know, we're, and I'm not saying that men cannot multitask, but I don't think y'all, you guys are good as multitasking as we are. So you guys need to deal with. Let's deal with this. Battle of the sexes on the. No, we oh we gonna have battle of sex. No, but I'm just saying. But you know we're trying to intertwine everything to get to everything and to take care of everybody. So you know we can have a multitude of discussions and a multitude of this. Um to do a multitude of things where men are just like, I am right here. Can we stay here first before we go next door? So, I mean, again, um, it's a very good book. I think um, that just also dives into a better understanding of both men and women and and relationships. So I think you should you all should go out and, and get that book if you haven't. And um and read it together because what that's what we did. Yeah, we read it together and we was like, oh wait a minute, you did that. Remember, oh, and we highlighted some things. So and I I said that I wanted to go back and and, and um reread that book and and um refresh because I always think that is important to um just do the things that revive your marriage, your relationships. And, and I'm not saying that something could be wrong, but I mean, just stimulate. Sometimes we all need stimulations and rejuvenation, somehow, and rejuvenation somehow. And, you know, if the 
conversation is dull or boring or you're finding topics that you, you, you feel like you can't talk about. There's so much to talk about. So many things happening in the world, um, whether good or bad. I wouldn't focus everything on bad conversation because negativity draws negative energy and you wouldn't want to do that. But there are so many things that you can share with your your significant other, your husband, um, just conversations that you can talk and have really stimulating conversations that, you know, could lead to intimacy that that just leads so many other different avenues. So I think communication is very important. But um, I think our time is up for this show. <laughs> so thank you, Bay, for for having this discussion um, this evening about communication. And um, I look forward to having a, a, a fun-filled week with you. I look forward to having my fun-filled week with you as well. So, guys, we appreciate you guys coming on and listening to us again. Um, please subscribe. Please hit that subscribe button. Um, listen to all the platforms that we are on. We appreciate you listening to, to us, and we will see you next week. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.